Welcome, traveler. Lorianne here. I'm delighted that you've chosen to listen to this podcast. I'm a psychic medium, a greatness coach, and a portrait photographer, all entangled together into a bit of a hot mess. <laughs> My work is focused on witnessing and capturing ephemeral moments of self-awareness. The podcast episodes range from regular psychic forecasts and unscripted conversations with folks who are switched on here to inspire us and make a difference. When we are self-aware and new information is presented, something profound happens. Our perception expands. I invite you to get comfortable, make yourself soft and still, close your eyes and receive this episode through your body-mind, visceral introspection and self-connection. Enjoy. Hey everyone, here it is Sunday, March the 8th, and it's International Women's Day. And I'm going to do things a little bit upside down. <laughs> or, um, so I'm going to start with the questions that were put forth in the Greatness Tribe, because there's some really good questions. The first one comes in from Amy who says, can we here on the earth plane help those who have either not crossed over or have crossed over? This is a very big question and I'm going to answer it from, from my experience and from inspiration, from spirit. So the first thing that comes through is acceptance. When we are able to accept that someone that we loved has moved, has relocated to a different reality. Um, and you know, this, this is based on believing that we go on after our physical body, you know, perishes, that the consciousness of who we are, the spirit of who we are goes on into a new form, into a new existence, into a new experience. And uh, I'm not going to comment on whether we come back into another lifetime, because this implies linear time and science has already proven that linear time is an illusion. And so we move, we move through this universe in trajectories in multifaceted ways. It's, it's quite um, sophisticated. And just when I think I'm beginning to grasp it, I'm, I've lost it again. So <laughs> it's kind of like trying to understand uh, you know, the Tao, for example. The more you try to understand it, the more you try to explain it, the further away you get from what it is. And so, so this idea of can we, can we help those on, you know, let's just say the other side of the veil, or those that have not crossed over, but that are maybe in that transition. And absolutely we can through acceptance. And um, 
when we hold that acceptance through and through, uh, it creates a quality of luminosity, of radiance that is within that connects, connects us to the essence of who we are, the primal self, just through acceptance. And so when we are holding that kind of a connection to ourselves, we are holding that connection to all that is. And so how do we, how do we help those who have crossed over or who are crossing over is through acceptance and through holding that as a very profound connection within. And so anything that is not that, even worrying or wondering, questioning, grieving, longing for, you know, these are very human qualities when we've had to let go of someone that we loved, whether it is in the corporeal form or not. <laughs> and, um, and so we have to really kind of move into a higher state of consciousness to move out of those, those basic human qualities to be superhuman, <laughs> you know, to become the master that is within you. And that master within you knows, knows, um, knows the connection that you need to use and also knows the, um, the patterns and the tools that we can use to perpetuate suffering and feeling that disconnect. And, you know, this is, you know, this is not easy to do. Uh, it is hard work and um, it's a really, really powerful question because death is going to, if it hasn't already in many ways, touched all of us. and. You know, we're all on borrowed time. We are all going to face our own death one day. And uh, inquiring about the other side or the process is, I think, very healthy. And it allows us to support those that are making that transition and those that have made that transition. Um, yeah, so really big question. I'm... I know there's a lot more to do with this. Um, so there's just another little piece that wants to come through. <laughs> it's like, um, it's this idea that we have to know who we are to keep to an ideal of no expectations, no conditions, 100% acceptance. 
and um, that it is what it is. The world is what it is. You and I are what we are. And when we, when we really embrace this, it, it activates a, a, a radiance, a spiritual radiance within us. And uh, it doesn't seek anything. It is beyond peace. And to have glimpses of this throughout our lifetime is a blessing. And to pursue that through your lifetime, <clears throat> I believe, can prepare us for when it is our time to let go of someone or to revisit the loss of someone and grieve in a different way that isn't grieving, that it's all about acceptance and connection. I'm going to stop there. That was a big eight-minute eight answer. <laughs> Let me go to the next question. So the next question is, is there a better time in one's spiritual journey to access the astral plane? And is there a danger in losing oneself in this journey? Wow, another big question. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, uh, again, there's this reference to time, right? And um, uh, timelines and, you know, this idea of a linear equation of our experience. So that's the first thing you have to get rid of <laughs> because, you know, we are, we are so multifaceted. We are, we are, we are not just this singular solid individual form that we see in the mirror um, we are so much more than that this is just one of an of, of many many expressions of who we are and so okay so is it is there a better time in one's spiritual journey or spiritual life to access the astral plane you access the astral plane every day every minute of every day, not just in a, um, you know, deep sleep where you drift out of your body, you know, in this classic way, or in a meditation, we, we exist everywhere all at once. And so we, we are already simultaneously in many planes of existence. The thing that we don't have is that awareness. And it's the awareness that we really want to cultivate. And, uh, and so the question I bring back to you, is there a danger in having more awareness? So, you know, you cannot lose yourself in yourself, relatively speaking. <laughs> Although that could be another good question. Um, yeah. So if you're drawn to sort of inquire about astral travel, I would suggest that it's already something that you are making a more conscious awareness to. It doesn't quite make sense, but I think you get what I mean. 
And so, you know, be open to new information coming to you through that connection. And I always, I always am mindful about what influences you want to bring in around your experience in terms of, um, you know, written content, someone else's experiences, like take it all with a grain of salt and don't let it be a Bible because, you know, knowledge and information is very fluid and uh, the level of the connection to the information is based in the level of the connection to ourselves not in a singular way, but in a multifaceted way. Good question, though. So question also, these, the word danger and losing oneself, because the only danger and the only risk of losing oneself is by not inquiring, <clears throat> not cultivating a higher conscious awareness. Uh, outside of, you know, the base human experience where we are in duality and uh, we see things as right or wrong and not the various shades from, you know, right to wrong, black to white. So it's like we, we become white and we hold space for black. We become black and we hold space for white simultaneously. And that's like most basic way I can describe that. Good question. And from Monica, again, how do you get in tune with your guides? Holy crap, that's like a course. <laughs> that's like a lifelong study. Um, but yeah, you can do it instantly. So how do you do that instantly? Intention. What is the depth of your intention? What is the clarity of your intention? What is the intention of your intention? So these are the things you want to work on. Um, you know, and, and spiritual guidance or guides um, Let me give you another perspective on that from my own experience that we can connect to what we believe to be an individual, an entity that is not unlike ourselves, except perhaps maybe wiser and with access to more information than we believe we have. But that's a very limited way of looking at connecting to a higher source of information. So it is, it is all about connection again. And so the answer to your question is keep pursuing the connection with yourself. Keep digging deep through inquiry as to who you are and who you are not and who you are in this moment and who you are in the next moment because it is also very fluid. We're not the same person we were an hour ago, a year ago, right? We are on this path of evolving. 
And sometimes evolution happens quickly and sometimes it slows right down. And, you know, the why of that is the way of it. And the last question is from Kayleen. And uh, also another very big question. How can we let go of old stories and release the anger in a constructive manner? So, you know, our old stories are a source of suffering and pain. Um, not all of them, but I believe the ones that, uh, you know, that Kayleen is referring to are pain stories that we can feel in our pain body and through our whole being. And, uh, and so, you know, this is kind of, I equate this to, you know, a battle, a struggle, a war and the the weapons that we have at our, at our at our disposal you know and in this case it would be you know self-harm um, addiction to pain and th these are not necessarily fully conscious right but they are the tools that we have to feel the pain and to feel it again and again and, and oftentimes, the story changes. The information becomes kind of like a broken telephone line theory where, you know, we drop details and we add other details. And um, it's, it's, it's a constantly changing landscape of a story. Uh, and, and it's all based on the motive of really engaging with that struggle, with that battle. And so how do we stop that? You know, um, you know, nobody really wants to feel pain and fear. You know, nobody really wants to not be in peace. Um, nobody wants to bring harm to themselves. We, you know, it is, it is in our true nature to to seek joy and love and peace you know um, going to battle by hanging on to revisiting old stories there's no victory in that there's no rejoice in that there's no delight in the pain-inducing aspect of that action. The pain, the sorrow. And so, you know, how do we, how do we cease that activity is through self-compassion. And so when a pain body brings up an old story. You know, you could see it like um, you know, attending a funeral with sorrow but also with great compassion. 
And so with that kind of compassion for the self, being kind to the self, supporting the self through that process, You know, this is a very gentle, a very slow way of releasing and letting go. Because we don't want to live in the place of attending a funeral every single day, right? So have a think about that. See how that makes you feel. Because it's always a choice to engage with a pain story, to nurture this thing that we all have, this addiction to pain, to suffering. And so we have to really choose to just be kind and compassionate with the self attend that funeral in the moment and then walk away. And uh, perhaps if you see it like that, you will start to tire of revisiting the same funeral over and over and over again and just decide that it's time to let go and to let God. And what I mean by that is that Letting joy fill you up, letting, you know, peace and acceptance come into you instead of the opposite. And that's when the radiance of your being begins to build bigger and bigger. And you are then able to actually be an inspiration to those around you and to potentially be a lifting agent when you recognize that they are in a story, a pain story, in their pain body. And you can be that inspiration by being compassionate with them and kind and understanding. And just take their hand and say, okay, it's time to leave the funeral. everyone how are you doing it's monday march the 9th and uh i'm just gonna dive right in like i usually do no mucking around so just allow yourself to get nice and quiet and still and just take this information in at a body mind level so i'm going to start with the quality of the connection to the physical material world and <clears throat> I am tuning into the group as a whole, as a monad. And uh, so this information is, um, it is very specific, but also at the same time, there's a, there's a general aspect to it so that everyone can relate to it. That's, that's my intention. So you're the one that gets to take it into the specifics for yourself. That is your job. Okay. 
Um, if you want me to do that job for you, then you got to book an appointment. <laughs> anyway, here we go. So at that physical level, there's this sort of android-like, boxy-like quality. It's almost like, you know, we're all feeling a bit kind of boxed in, a bit stodgy, a bit like what you want to, you know, it's like you wanting to bust out of the house. Um, you know, and I think it has a lot to do with that full moon and just the, you know, the weather changing, the snow melting, and just, you know, just hoping we're not going to get another, you know, show of winter, you know, <laughs> today I'm booking my car in to have my snow tires removed and get back on my little sporty, my sporty tires. And uh, yeah, so, so just feel into that level, that quality, that connection to the physical material world, and just feel how you feel a little bit boxed in. So, you know, I don't know, I think that when you're feeling that way, when I'm feeling that way, one of the things I like to look at is my nutrition, you know, bring in some fresh raw veggies. Um, you know, uh, I feel a little bit like I'm dragging my knuckles on the ground again. So I'm wanting to get some liquid iron, you know, sort of think of things that work for you that give you a bit of a lift because that's kind of what we need right now so that we become more, um, fleshy again, more organic, more, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, not boxy and not kind of, you know, uh, just wanting to, you know, bust out. So bust out, you know, the geese are back. They were flying over the house today and the, the black green red burn, uh, birds are chirping away and, uh, you know, nature, is is awakening again and it's very exciting so we want we want to always move into an alignment with whatever is happening in the season where we're at that's really important that we don't resist what is in nature and uh yeah so we're like i don't know we're kind of like bears waking up out of hibernation i guess that'd be a good way to look at it <laughs> all right so let me just go to the next level which has to do with that connection to your your ability to unfold create the life that you want so i'm looking at the quality of that connection so sorry that's bare in the background of course so just give me a moment here so this is a really interesting sensation that comes through <laughs> i think it goes well with the earlier information Imagine that you have a long winding flight of stone steps in front of you and you're walking with a big cane or a big walking stick and um, just feeling a bit weary, but you've got a walking stick and so and you've just got to start. You've just got to start and if you need to pause along the way, pause along the way. So this is the metaphor that's being presented around where we're at, at this point in time and space with this, just working away at the creation of your life story. So it's just one of those chapters that feels like we have to push a little bit harder and just summon the last bit of that energy that we have before we reach that next level, okay? And we can do it. 
we have enough reserves to do it and we've got the aid of a stick or a walking stick or a cane to help you know navigate those you know those last steps right so it kind of reminds me of walking up and down uh, in uh, <laughs> in Australia in the headlands at Cape Hillsborough where you kind of go up and then you go down and then you go up and then you go down and then you go up and then you go around a corner and then you go down and then you go up again and you're like oh my god <laughs> Can we not just go up and then down? <laughs> and so that's kind of what it feels like. So you just, you know, you just got to just keep your eye on the the end, but also pay attention to the journey and take the breaks that you need to, to pause and refuel and regenerate. That's all that matters. So, um, okay. So now I'm just going to go to the next, the next connection, which has to do with that connection to um, the quality of the connection to thoughts and beliefs. Okay. Sorry for the background squeaky noises. That would be Bear adding his two cents. So, <laughs> all right. So as I connect into this level, um, I have this little parcel of information. I'm just trying to unpack it. So it's sort of like just being around the corner from moving through a transition point, like a transit point. Um, and, and it's just around the corner. And then, you know, then there's the entrance to it. And it's kind of like entering a tunnel, right? But immediately I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So there's no hesitation. As soon as you see that opening, go into it. So there's this period of going within, uh, as we're connecting to the, the, uh, thoughts and beliefs and increasing that quality of connection at that level. So being more clear, being more thoughtful, being more mindful, um, you know, being less um, rote and automatic and patterned and coming into new information uh, and, it, and it efficiently taking you to the next level. So that's an interesting connection that's happening at that level. So pay attention for that and um, I've been feeling these happening, like these little shifts that are happening. So it's already happening. And so, you know, they're just little transit points where you may not even notice that you've gone through it until you're sort of out the other side and you just sort of feel a bit more clear about this or that. And so that's, that's kind of the energy that, that we're in right now. So the more that you can just be aware of that, the more you actually get to, um, you know, that self-awareness, right? That awareness that, oh, I've, I've shifted. There's been a shift here. Uh, I feel more clear, more light, more light energy. Yeah, you get what I mean. Okay, cool. So then I go to that connection to the emotional body, the outer emotional intelligence. And um, so just let me connect in at that level. So there's an interesting piece of information that's coming through at this level. And it feels kind of like... What am I, how do I say this? It's, it's kind of like uh, formal. There's a formal feeling here at the quality of that connection to the emotional body, to the emotional intelligence. And I believe it's being influenced by the upgrades in the sort of the mental cerebral connection. And so, 
you know, everything is filtered through every other level of connection. They're all, you know, being influenced by the other. And so it just feels like a little bit more sophisticated of an emotional intelligent connection that is is coming as a result of the uh, the information that's come through already. So pay attention for that. Look for that where your emotional response feels like it is a bit more sophisticated. There's more awareness in it. There's more compassion, more understanding, um, less, less, you know, it's all about me and more. It's all about us and how we influence each other and, you know, being able to recognize that. So, you know, that's, that's really important. And then I'm going to go to this last connection, which is that connection to uh, identification and uh, sort of a, a spiritual level of consciousness at that level of who you are and why you're here. And I feel like this is really good news. Um, that awareness of who you are is gaining momentum right now. It's like you're in a sailboat and the sails are out and now you've got a beautiful wind filling out that sail and then just pushing you along. So there's this wind quality, this wind, this energy of wind, which is, you know, thought. And uh, it's, it's a really cool feeling because what it means is that in this next little while, it's easy to just feel connected to who you are, why you're here. What is your purpose? What are your gifts? So this is a really good time to actually do some inquiry around those big heavy duty subjects and just sit down with a, a journal book or a typewriter, a typewriter. Oh my God. Did I just age myself? <laughs> yes, I took typing in high school. Um, sit down at your keyboard, whatever, and, uh, and just, you know, give yourself those questions and just let that information pour through you because now is a really good time to access and inquire about that level of who you are. And that is really feels, it really feels good. So um, those of you that are in the greatness group, I'd love it if you would share some of that information. And if you're not in the greatness group, the greatness tribe, um, there's going to be a link uh, to, uh, to follow and to connect in. It's on Facebook. I hope you will, you will join us there. And um, yeah. All right. I'm not sure what else I'm going to do. Let me just pause here and see if there's anything else for this group. So I have just a wee bit of a message. You know, one of the things that, um, that comes up a lot in readings is really just opening up your compass and setting it to joy. And so um, that's kind of the, the place that I went in terms of asking of, you know, if there's any more information for the group. And it's, yeah, this, this idea of following joy, letting joy be your compass. And so from that, from that, from that question, I get this information that to do that, we also need to stay very grounded and stay very practical and not get too airy fairy about 
this idea of letting joy be your compass. We still have to be practical. So we have to look at our desires, our wants and needs, and we have to balance it with being really practical and down to earth. And so being grounded and clear, and that that is supported by uh, the information that's already been been given through those different connection points. And you know, when we set our compass to joy, we show up in joy. And when you're in joy, you're a kind person. <laughs> you're a compassionate and understanding person. You have a smile on your face. You're radiant. People want to bask in that energy. It's beautiful. All right. So I'll leave you with that. Just be a beacon of joy and let that, that intention reciprocate to you without any conditions. All right. All right. Till we meet again, take care. Hey, thank you for listening. I hope you found this episode a valuable use of your time. If this is your first encounter with this little podcast, I want you to know that you're part of a great tribe. You are important and worthy. Run quick, look in the mirror and remind yourself what an amazing person you are because you care enough to inquire and to work on your self-awareness. If you or someone you know would make a great guest, please reach out and let us know and we'll chase them down. We'd be ever so grateful if you were to subscribe and share the podcast with your friends. Help us in our mission to spread the good medicine of self-awareness and joy. Blessings to you and yours.